0: girl you got a minute to talk yeah i could talk what's up hello guys welcome back to another episode of only one call away today's topic is insecurity so we're going to get into that but bear with us um i first wanted to share something that I experienced, okay? Mm-hmm. So on Sunday I went to the beach with someone that um is from my past and I can't see myself with him long term, right? Mm-hmm. So on top of me already having this notion in my head like we're talking 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 and um mind you we haven't talked in probably like a year or something and he's like have you slept with anybody else since him? since him i was like why do they ask that i was like yeah he was like really <laughs> and i was like yeah, he <laughs> i was like well obviously like have you and he's like yeah and he's like how many and i was like how many have you and he's like i don't know like three and i was like yeah same like you know like three <laughs> why does it matter though exactly so yeah that was my story i just thought it was funny how he asked and he really expected me to be like what like no i waited for you because it's right. yours She you hold it down <laughs> like right i ain't holding shit down the fuck you are not my man i'm sorry what the hell okay but i just wanted to share that experience because i thought it was kind of funny <laughs> mm. shall we get into the topic All right. So, let's just um, jump right into the episode. This, when I was reading the questions that Sam wrote down for this question (laughs) and for this episode, my heart was pounding (laughs) because I was just so nervous because it feels like, I mean, I have insecurities, right? But I never took the time to sit down and think about them and write them down and be like, all right, these are the ones I want to share. Mm-hmm. And, like, which ones am I even comfortable sharing because I have mm-hmm. so many? And, um, I don't know, I'm really nervous for this episode, but I think that this is a good opportunity to be vulnerable with you and with our listeners. And, um, yeah, this is a safe space. So, this is, and you know how we probably have, I know we have at least two of the same ones. So, it's fine. Right. I feel like we do. Not that, like, that's a good thing, but it Right. Honestly, it, it kind of, like, gives me, like, comfort knowing I'm not alone mm-hmm. in it. And I know that, okay. like, I know there's going to be people listening. that are like, mm, like, that's my insecurity, too. Oh, my gosh. Like, mm-hmm. other people feel like that. Or... But, yeah. Do you, you want to go first? Yes. <laughs> you do? <laughs> I'm here. I, I don't know. I have this weird energy where I'm like, uh, I'm just fucking ready to to tackle this. I am a little scared though, if I'm being honest. It feels like a roller coaster ride, but I'm strapped in. Okay, first insecurity, my booty. I am president of the little booty community. Okay, um, you know it is grabbable, but like. In the jeans, I don't know. I gotta wear certain clothes sometimes that like cover it, um, just because I'm not as confident. The only time I feel like it looks good is like during the naughty or like when I'm twerking or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. But I know everyone says like, oh, you could build your booty, you could build your booty and stuff. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know if I'm ready to dedicate. Five years in the gym to build a butt, right? Like, it takes so long. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's true. Like you have to dedicate so much time, and then it's like with the with the fitness journey, it's like trial and error. So you have to figure out what exercises work for you, and it might sound like lazy because it's like if that really is a big insecurity of yours, why not try mm-hmm. and work on it? Like, what is it worth it? Right. Um, I'm gonna say I have accepted it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'll probably, like, I'll work out and I'll do squats and stuff, but mm-hmm. I've accepted that I'm not gonna get, like, a sweetie booty. You know what I mean? And yeah. granted, I mean, you know, like, so exactly, and, that and that's what I'm saying. World. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like, I'm, I'm not, this is, Lord, I hope I don't get any backlash from this but i'm not idolizing women's bodies that have been touched by surgeons i'm not why because my body is probably not going to be touched like a, by a surgeon um so i can't even think of a fucking real booty like off the top of my head but it makes it a little harder because like big ass is like that's what's in right now or whatever exactly. you know but it's literally like trend because remember exactly. a few years ago it was the thing was um, big boobs, mm-hmm. and then that left, and now it's big butts, and yeah. now like who knows what it'll be in like ten years. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, I like my booty, and I'm not as flat as I was, so I'm appreciative of it. <laughs> the guy that I mentioned in the beginning, this man looked at me, and he was like, "You used to be thick." What? He's like, you used to be thick. You're getting skinny. He's like, you're stressed out, huh? You haven't been eating. I was like, yo, Ooh. this is the most I've ever weighed in my life. <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. um yeah okay. I guess I'll share this one since it's like similar to yours. I put my body type. It's hard because um, I have multiple reasons why I'm insecure about it. One of the reasons is because like, I don't. Know, I don't see anybody with my body type, so it's, like, it makes me feel, like, different and in a bad way. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, when I think of it, I think of, like, all the things that I've been told before about my body, and, um, I guess I just kind of, like, damn, I didn't know this would be that hard. It's the first one. <laughs> I know. It's just different, okay? It's just different. And mm-hmm. I guess in my mind I kinda I don't wanna stand out and I don't want I don't wanna feel like I don't fit in. Mhm. Mhm. It's hard too because everything that we see in T V or in ads and all of that stuff is all with very thin people, you know? people with normal day-to-day regular body types you like you could be a size four and feel like oh my gosh like damn i need to lose some weight but it's because of what how we were raised even like with plus size models i feel like they still look not skinny but they still fit the ideal beauty standard they have their waist is hella snatched. snatched and it's like it's probably editing but still like can i see the real can
1: right I see what you really
0: look like right yeah i agree everyone's just scared but you know what like i do appreciate i do appreciate how far we've come you know, because I see a lot of, like, plus-size influencers and stuff like that, like Tess Holiday, and even, like, Ashley Graham, like, I don't, I wouldn't even consider Ashley Graham plus-size, honestly, but, right. um, I don't know, it's just, it's very interesting. I know one of the questions was, like, if, what, what have we accepted, and I feel like I go back and forth with this a lot, like, I've been told you, like, I will try to actively work on my body type, like I'll go to the gym, I'll eat healthy, and then I'll slack off and i'll I'll maybe compare myself to someone like it's just like it's a roller coaster with this yeah. insecurity. I know one day I'll overcome it, but it's like I'm really in the journey right now, yeah, it really is a battle, you know, but <laughs> one thing I will say is like. No matter what, and this is like to everybody, like, no matter what your weight is, that doesn't take away from how beautiful you are as a person. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, that's enough body talk because, you know, you're a little sad. Um, my next insecurity would be dark spots and discoloration on my body i have very dark underarms and i've always low-key happened ever since like middle school and like still to this day like yeah i wear strapless or whatever but like i will not raise my arms i will try to avoid it as much as possible really is it like um, after you shave because i get that too no it's like over years and years and years of using deodorant and i sweat a lot so like even like the shirt rubbing on my armpit and i remember i don't know why but in like fifth grade i would wear deodorant before i went to sleep you know and like i still shave too so i'm sure that doesn't help um and i know that there are masks and and whatnot which i want because i i deserve to lift up my arms and not be shy you know um so yeah those are mine okay now it's your turn again This could be your last one, low-key, because this is a lot. Unless we want to talk about emotional insecurity. <laughs> no, because, like, the next one is kind of, like, emotional insecurity. I'm dead. Emotional. Okay. Um, I wrote down um my voice. And not, like, how it sounds. I don't know, like, I don't feel insecure about that because it's not something that... I can change. So it like forces me to accept that like I sound, like my voice is very soft and stuff. Um, but what I mean is like the way that I express myself. So like I'm sorry. <laughs> what the you know fuck? What? And this is something, honestly just to make it like a little better is like this is something that I have been working on for like a a few years so it's definitely gotten better but I'm thinking back to like my teenage self when I was so afraid to like voice my opinions and my thoughts and like um I was scared to even like physically raise my voice and like to be to even to be heard Mm -hmm. Um, because I just I had like really I still have it but it was worse when i was younger i had really bad social anxiety which i know you said you had before too so i feel comfortable talking about it but back then i didn't know what it was i just thought like i was like super shy Mm -hmm. and like like i was meant to be quiet Mm -hmm. like that was Mm -hmm. my default like i'm just the quiet girl and like that's all i'll ever be and like i don't get to express myself i don't get to um I don't get to be outspoken, um, but I, I'm still working on it, but the ways that I do work on it is by like, um, like my art, Mm. my poetry, even like this podcast, like just expressing my opinions and thoughts right now and knowing that people listen, um, and of course like therapy and stuff. I still do be getting, like, nervous and stuff to speak my mind, but it's definitely better than it was before, which I'm proud of. Yay! I'm clapping. I just want to clarify. I said what the fuck in the beginning because I thought the bitch was going to talk about her voice and not, you know, her voice, like, her Mm -hmm. name and her embodiment. Okay. Um, I would have to agree. Uh (laughs) Um, I feel like when I was a kid, I I didn't want to say the wrong thing. I didn't want anyone to talk to me because that gave me anxiety. So, what better way to avoid that than to just to not talk? But mm-hmm. obviously, that started to bite me in the ass, and I don't know, man. I suffered a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot from it, and it didn't hit me until. I was in, I was going to college in Utah and I had a sociology class and half of the grade was participation. But I, you know, I formulated my own thoughts, but I didn't have the confidence to speak about it. Even now to this day, like when I'm in a meeting, I don't really talk because it's like, oh, like the people that have been here longer and the managers will talk, you know what I mean? Um, but I don't know, bitch. I guess we are just trying to find our voice. <laughs> right? I'm sorry, that was a big one for me. That was a really good one, though, Melanie. I'm glad that you, you brought it up. The first like the first time that I ever realized that I had a problem with this was um, my senior year of high school I had this um, I had this teacher and like I don't know what, what came like I think she was like questioning me like why I wasn't like as like actively participating and like what like what's going on and stuff and I was just like it was like the first time I admitted it out loud like I'm just I'm just scared to talk Mm-hmm. And, like, I never said it before, Sam, because I was so embarrassed to even, like, what do you mean, like, you're scared to talk? Like, like that's a part of nature. Like, just do it. Like, And it, it was like, I'm scared to talk, and I, I don't know why. And um, after that, after I opened up to her, I would go to her, like, a couple times during the school year, and we would just sit down, and we would talk about it. Like, we would talk about, like, you know, why I'm nervous, and then she would tell me, like, oh this sounds like social anxiety and I I was like denying it and I'm like no I'm, like, I don't fucking have it <laughs> like, I'm just shy um, but bitch then, I'm like, timid <laughs> yeah and but like as time yeah. went on I like s- slowly was like oh yeah this could be like something that I have and um fast forward like when, when I was graduating um and you know like when you get to talk to the teachers after you get your diploma or whatever she, um, I went up to her and I was, I was like, oh, bye, whatever, like, um, thank you for everything you've done for me, whatever, and she was like, um, she was like, the last thing she said to me was, um, bitch, why do I feel like crying? I know. This is very Um, beautiful. She was like, uh, keep finding your voice. Oh, my God. Bitch.
1: (laughs) Oh, she was. When an I tell angel. you, like
0: I fucking like bursted out crying, like boogers, just <laughs> tears everywhere. Like it hit me so deep because, like, I don't know. If it, it felt like she was like, like believing in me, and like mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt like seen. Yeah. And and it was. And it wasn't like she was dismissive. Like it's just talk, you know? Like you're valuable. What you have to say is valuable. She's she yeah. understood like this is your own journey that only you can go through for yourself. Yeah. Shout out to her. <laughs> <laughs> um what's in I wanna talk about an emotional insecurity I have. What's an emotional? I mean Okay. I don't I don't know if I wanna talk about it anymore. Wait. <laughs> I was just gonna say abandonment, you feel know me? Oof. But, like, that's uh, I don't know if we want to get that into that, right? That so, so many times, I don't think I'm gonna say much on it because I know that it's something that I have to heal from on my I own. Mean, like, if you feel like it's gonna, we can talk about it because I, I relate, you know what I mean? Like, if it's gonna help you, I definitely want to have that conversation with you. I feel like. I feel like I the way that I'm trying to accept it is just, like, people are not permanent. And it comes down to even family, you know? Like, who knows what could happen? Like, God, that sounded really dark. But I feel like you have to be okay with losing people. Like, that's the reality of it. And of course, like I talk, I, of course, I feel it romantically too, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like, how many times have we abandoned ourselves to look for something in another person? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I have to work on my self abandonment first. And I also feel like, oh God, here it is, here it is, here it is. <laughs> And I also feel like a reason why I'm so scared of getting in that serious relationship is because of my abandonment issues. Like, you, I can love you and you can leave? Yeah. Wow. A, this sounds like a setup to me. However, I do understand that the experience and the fact that they want to be there for however amount of time they choose to is a part of it. Yeah. Well, that That's so relatable. That is something that I've thought about recently. And then it's like, okay, so what are you going to do? Are you not going to experience it because you're scared it's going to end? Or are you going to experience it and let it happen, you know? So, mm -hmm, yeah, (laughs) that's just what I'd be going through in my brain. Um, I think a lot of people go through that, Sam. And especially yeah. the thing with like family. hmm Yeah. And I just want to I I mean eventually it's gonna be a lifelong process, but I eventually just wanna make peace with certain things and I understand that some things take years. So so yeah, but enough of the emo stuff. <laughs> so for the second half of the episode we wanted to talk about insecure for those of you who don't know or don't watch, Insecure is a TV show on HBO produced and created by Issa Rae. I love the fuck out the show. I watched it probably six times. Um, my Lenny is rewatching it right now. So yeah, for the second, and <laughs> it, it's <laughs> Sam. Honestly, like it's like better the second time really it's one of those shows like you watch it again and you're like oh i love this show so much you you see it from a new perspective each time yeah because after my fourth one <laughs> <laughs> i do need to rewatch all of it because now season five is out um but let's let's get into it okay so i hope you i hope you guys watch it secure okay if not please go watch it and then come back but melanie who were you rooting for there spoiler alert too with like the, the with couples? all of with all of isa's exes oh um i always i always wanted her to be with lawrence really yeah it's something about their chemistry and the fact that they have like they have history you know like um, even before like all the shit went down with her cheating on him, like they were together for like four or five years and like, I don't know, like the, it's crazy because I feel like their story is like, um, they had to separate in order to grow. And then like, they met each other in the end mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. that shit is, I don't know. I feel like that's like a real example. See, it's funny because I have the opposite reaction. You, what the guy's name? Nathan. I wanted her to either be alone or be with Nathan because, like, for me, it wasn't realistic for her to get back with Lawrence. And yeah, cause, oh yeah, yeah. Because I wish none of that happened. Like, I wish like the baby situation didn't happen, but. It's like that could happen though, like the, yeah the the um the conflicts in the show are so um realistic. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree that all of that is realistic. I just didn't think that it was that realistic for her to get back with him, and I understand. Obviously, it happens, but I just think maybe it's my own shit. I just think about all of the women that look at. That have watched that that show and then have hope for their ex and their situation. You know what I mean? Where they're like, "Oh, maybe we'll get back together. Maybe I could work it out and be Elijah's stepmom." Because you know, like you know, people be influenced by the show. Um. And but they I, don't got know, back I don't know. Together before that too, remember? And that before. was uh, Issa cheated on him. And Remember? Mm-hmm. Then they had that long break. And then they got back together for a little bit. And then that's when, um, what was your name? The one that got Con- pregnant? Condola. Condola, yeah. That's when she got pregnant and then she got fucked up. But, like, did you like when they got back together, um, that that night that they went out to dinner and they, like, saw, like, the you know what? Okay, maybe I'd be projecting my own shit onto Lawrence because <laughs> he right? reminded me of a man I used to fuck with because he oh. is a hoe. Like, when, and you know, here it goes again here it goes again like when he when Lawrence went to the strip club and when he was being a hoe doing all this you know what I mean I'm here for the sexual liberation okay but like it just reminded me of this man that I used to mess with because that's what I envision he does you know and so I just associated Lawrence with being a hoe i know it's not right i know it's probably not right i just can't get over it <laughs> <laughs> like and then when the when the stripper was like 200 for head and oh, yeah, I, I was like so. <gasps> oh yep and then he he snapped back into reality he was like oh yeah i'm at a strip club like right. i don't really have chemistry with this girl but, but um, you know what I appreciated too? It shows that, um, like, yeah, he had his fun and, like, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But now talking about it, I could see how he felt so used for sex. Like, mm. with the stripper situation and then with the threesome with the white woman. Like, yeah, I could just tell that he felt used. So, I mean, I, I felt it. like he was. I feel like he was so hurt that he was just kind of like looking for distractions. So one of his distractions mm-hmm. was sex. Same. Mhm. And you know what? Yeah, I can um I can relate to like when you get your heart broken, you there's that saying that's like um oh god, like to get over someone, you have to get under someone. Mhm. I feel like he was doing that. Yeah. yeah and Chad my favorite character which was Lawrence's best friend he was like come on man just go do it stop being a bitch (laughs) and then he was so blunt (laughs) he was so funny and then he ended up cheating on his wife and then having to fucking kiss her ass (laughs) Mm -hmm. like literally every little detail about that show was just executed so well Um, even like the the dialogue between the characters like like their conversations make you feel like you were in the room with them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay so one one part that stuck out to me y'all i'm sorry maybe we should give context but i don't know um one part that stuck out to me was when lawrence was talking to candace which is the new bitch at the bank and then he wasn't trying to get into something serious but obviously candace did But he didn't want to let her down. So she was like, you should come with me to my family barbecue. Oh, I remember this. And he was kind of like, "Mm, sure, for sure, right? So he pulled up and was helping too much. And I think that scared him. Boom, dipped, went to go get tequila shots with his coworkers, yada, yada, yada. Disappeared from the fucking family picnic where he met everybody at. And then Candace called him and was like, where are you? And he's like basically he's like sorry i got drinks with my co-workers and blah, blah 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 and then um so they argue a little bit and then i forgot exactly like what she says before but what stuck out to me <laughs> was when she was like you are a fuck beep who thinks he's a good guy Ooh yeah she told him you know why because he wasn't like they didn't have. I don't think they had a conversation like, "Oh, this is just like friends with benefits." Like from mm-hmm. the get go, she was into him. So you already she was into him more than he was into her. And I think mm-hmm. she was his rebound, anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't but, being like upfront with it. But you know why he wasn't being upfront? Because if he were to be upfront, there's a high chance that she was gonna take the pussy away. True, but then go find somebody that wants the same thing as you. Cause a lot of guys do that already. They won't tell you like what they really, what their real intentions are because they just want like some ass. Hmm. Yeah, I wish men and other people would abide by you know that rule, it was just that easy. But sometimes the good, the good ones aren't <laughs> that easy to come by, Melanie. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's true. Just- but it's not worth like deceiving i think i'm at a point too where i need to live in my truth right now i'm in a sticky situation but ultimately i need to live in my truth and just let the rest dissipate you know you know what i want to talk about who molly i knew it okay so when i first watched the show molly's like Issa's best friend and like she has like the worst experiences with dating and it takes her all the way to the end for her to actually find someone and when she does Mm -hmm. find someone it's like least expected yes which is like how they that's basically like what they say anyways like oh it's gonna come when you least expect it like we Mm -hmm. saw it pan out for her like that Mm -hmm. i did not expect it to be him in the beginning honestly i didn't like that they ended up together either (laughs) really yes I did not like it honestly who season five wasn't to, my favorite um, who season five wasn't my favorite but yeah, it was my favorite i wanted her me? to be with andrew i'm sorry because andrew set her in her place and who was wasn't that relationship? really yeah i felt like she couldn't be her authentic self like really? even when they went to, um yeah like um i i i don't know why i envisioned her with a black man Mm. Like it's interracial dating is fine, but um, the scene that made me like really not like them together was when I think they went on like vacation or some shit, and he brought he brought along his brother, and I think his brother was like being like low key passive aggressively racist. It was something Mm -hmm. about like her. I don't know if it was like her hair or something. But he no, it was about the towel situation where like they were asking her for a badge and um like she didn't have it but they let the Sam knows all the details (laughs) But (laughs) (laughs) whatever bitch, don't point it (laughs) out um so she went to the towel place to get a towel she didn't have a badge and they were pressing her about it but she was like okay but you let these light-skinned people get the towel without a badge too so what's the issue and so she was getting into it with the towel girl and then the brother came and was like like here's my badge like you know, just let it go. And then she got in the pool and she was like, they're fucking stupid, basically. And then the guy was like, the brother was like, well, not to be controversial, but mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I remember Andrew being like, like, bro, that's not cool. You know what I mean? Like, he did call him out on it. I think Bali was just like, I'm not trying to fuck with your brother on this trip no more. And I cannot blame her for that because I wouldn't want to either. Right. Right. And yeah um is it be you didn't like her with the the lawyer guy? I don't remember his name, but torian did him what <laughs> i have like, um, no life. I know the cast <laughs> um I think like it was a little I, I okay I like that she ended up with someone like the idea of it. You know. Yes, me too. Yeah. Um, I think it was a little, like, it kind of probably felt like a little rushed. Because, like, the last episode, like, she was yes. fucking married. And right. it's like, we didn't get to see, like, how she the really relationship. was with that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just saw them in the beginning, like, flirting and whatnot. But um, I think that's why. But, um. Oh, what do you think about Molly and Issa's friendship? I like it. Fucking Melanie, I love you. You know why I like it? Because it shows, it even shows, like, when they got into that big-ass fight. Mm -hmm. And then even, like, the journey and the awkwardness they had to go through when they came back together. I I feel like Mm -hmm. it was real. I feel like a fucking negative Nancy. Because (laughs) in... What I didn't like about it, even the first time I watched it when I was, like, you know, starting to get into it, they would throw jabs at each other. And, like, they would. I don't, but they I don't take do it, that though. in a friendship. Yeah, they take it and they dish it out. And that's just, maybe that's just, like, not how I operate in my friendships, you know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, so when I confide in you, are you going to be telling me that yeah. when you get defensive? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. But it is beautiful how you know they overcame it and they were able to be there together at the end of the day. They were um in the beginning. It seemed like it seemed like they were totally opposite, like mm-hmm. in, in terms of like their love life. Like, do you think that um there's this? Because I just finished watching the episode, but there's like this um this scene where Molly's like that. Uh, she, that Issa likes hanging out with her or likes talking to her because um, she makes her feel better about herself. Like, Molly makes Issa feel better about herself. I don't remember that. It's like th- in, like, season one, one of the beginning episodes. But um, do you think that that's true? No, not at all. Like, I think Molly... I think Molly has hella issues. And I hate mm-hmm. that, like there was there were so many parts of me that resonated with her um and there were a lot of parts of me that like obviously didn't but i think molly just had so much inner turmoil that she projected it onto everybody onto Issa, the men she was dating like her coworkers, her parents even like and you can you can physically see it yeah her was deep yeah um the. Um, I did appreciate, like, how they were there for each other, though. Like, when they were in the hospital and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Okay, can we talk about Nate, please? Yeah. I'm going to talk about Nate. No, he's fine, though. He, I think that's what got me. I'm sorry. I could be superficial. No, he's he, he the jumped, finest to me, to be honest. Yep, that's why. When he jumped in the pool and then they was on the Ferris wheel. Lord. The Ferris wheel? i was so jealous uh, i was too. so I really jealous was like, Damn, I'm so right it was so hot right and then like when they um when they took the substance and he was like tracing his fingers along her skin and then they made out i was yeah, like I- oh <laughs> drop the I bucket was, on I me, felt please sad. honestly i felt sad when like it didn't work out yeah me too oh we could talk about that too sorry i cut you off okay so um like in the relation like i feel like Issa rushed things with nathan because they fucking said i love you to each other they moved in together like she was trying to manage Me too. It was so uncomfortable. She was trying to manipulate the situation. And I feel like she had such a big hole and void because of the whole situation with Lawrence. And like knowing that Lawrence is with fucking Condola and whatever. So she was like, okay, fuck that. I'm going to get booed up too then. Right. And she was saying, I love you and still thinking about Lawrence. Right. After she cried into his mouth. After she cried into Nate's mouth. Do you remember that? Oh, yep, yep, I do. Okay, let's yep. tell the listeners. If y'all didn't watch it, I'm sorry. But there was this part where, like, um, Nate and Issa are about to get down and dirty. And they're making out, ah, right? And then, <laughs> boom, she cries into his mouth. And then he, like, excuses himself. And he dips. I don't like that he left. Well, what was he supposed to do? Spook. Like, was he supposed to, like, hold her? You know what I mean? Like, to what level can someone, like, I don't even want to say be responsible, but you know what I mean? It's awkward as fuck for him, too, because he's like, yo, I like you, and you're crying over another dude. Like, well, how did he, did he know that? You're right. I mean, like, it could have been just like she was stressed out. Right? But I don't think that he was completely ignorant to everything going on with Lawrence. No. And, then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then. Okay, mega spoiler alert. Do you remember when they had a confrontation? Lawrence uh, and Nate? Yeah. Yo, honestly. Yo, that was so hot because I think Lawrence is so fine and I think. Nate is so fine, and I just wanted to be Issa. E, so like, no, no, uh huh. Uh-huh. And then when Lawrence was like, Are you happy? I know, I was like, Oh, like, like I was so happy because, um, I thought Lawrence was like kind of over her or like had moved on. Yes, already. me too, me too. And so for him to do that was like, oh, shit, like he's fighting for her, whatever. Um, but if I were Nate I would have been pissed too. Hell yeah. Like why are you talking to her, bro? You made your decision. But it's because he be- it's because he knew that the love was still there. Yeah, and that's why I think that's why he ended stuff in so Mhm. Another he was just thing was tired of being in that fucking loop all this time. Yes yeah he was like nate literally was like um i don't want to say collateral damage but he just got caught in the crossfire you know um okay one of my last points that i would like to discuss like the co-parenting between lawrence and condola because you could see like condolas here taking care of the baby every night la la lawrence gets him maybe like a weekend every other weekend but outside of the time that he has the baby he's out here living his best single life fucking bitches drinking eating sushi and condola is like taking care of a crying baby you know what i mean so that was interesting all right so our laptop died, but we're back. Um, we're done with the insecure TV show talk and we're gonna just continue with our topic. But have you guys, like, when you dress bummy as fuck for like five days straight and you're, you look in the mirror and you're like, damn, am I still cute? Like what? But then let's say you go out to a dinner the next day or you even just put on a little bit of makeup and comb your hair and you're like, ooh. Mm-hmm. There she yes. is. There she is. So I feel like that's like one level, but the, the level that I want to get to this weekend, yeah. like, I want to stunt on bitches. I want to be Rihanna right now. Okay? <laughs> like, I feel like I need to remember who the fuck I am. I literally feel like that too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy cause, because. When we see ourselves in the mirror after we wake up, like, we're like, damn, we look fucked up. No shit, you just woke up. Like, people, regular, it's very rare for regular people to roll out of bed looking like a fucking model, you know? So, if you feel insecure and just, like, out of it, if you have the energy, I would just slap on a little bit of makeup. You know, maybe change the hoodie, put on some cute tights and just go to Target, like take a selfie, you know? So we talked about, um, we were talking about this subject because, well, I don't know if you want me to share it, Melanie, but I'm just, because Melanie and I were talking about how when, um, let's say a woman walks in the room and, her nails are done, her hairs are done, eyebrows all fleek, as the kids say. Her style is spectacular. Like, it's normal to feel... I don't even know how to say it, but I'm going to just say it. like It's normal to feel a little less, you know? Or like, um, sometimes it reminds me that I'm slacking. What do you mean by slacking? Like you know what, I don't know if you feel like this, but it's fucking, like, it, it takes so much effort to take care of yourself as a woman.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Definitely. And
0: it's it's so much money, too. Oh, my goodness, yes. Oh my they don't understand. <laughs> and, and... What? I get out of bed like five minutes before I should be leaving to work, like, <laughs> I do not have time to look that cute. Like mm-hmm. y'all are lucky. My hair is combed. No, but exactly. So that's okay. That Sam, like the women, I applaud mm-hmm. them. The women that like never catch them looking like that. Mm-hmm. It's like damn. Like I want to be you because I have like a good like two days out of the month, and the rest of the month I like I lose motivation like i don't put as much effort so i look like i get too comfortable and i wish there was the other way around mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah it makes sense though girl if you could see my closet right now like that's the the that's my mental state um this it's interesting though because i le- i like to get ready Usually Saturday. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like um, like at least at least once every two weeks I need to remind myself who the fuck I am because I be looking at myself too much when I don't have shit on and I'm like, I look like a zombie and I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. And that's not true. I don't look like a zombie and eventually you know, that won't be it anymore. It's not like I don't know this guy. describe I, I just need to find motivation. But when you do put on, when you do put an effort um, to your appearance, do you feel good? Like, how do you feel in that moment? It's like, either I feel really good or I feel uncomfortable. Interesting. Like, I don't know if you've ever, like, felt this way where, like, you plan an outfit or whatever and, like, when you're inside, mm-hmm. you're like, mm-hmm, then you go outside and you're like, I look stupid. Hell yeah! My ass looks like fucking SpongeBob's ass. I'm like, I should not have worn this crop top. Everyone could see. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. I do. Yeah. I do. I do. You but know, then it's that's like confidence, though. Uh, like I need, I need more confidence. Really, and I feel like just the reassurance in yourself. Like I look fucking good. <laughs> okay okay well thank you guys for joining us for this episode i feel like this is the most vulnerable we've gotten um so please feel free to dm us if you're struggling with your insecurities and i feel like we will probably (laughs) help you feel better because we got our own shit too thank you for listening to another episode of only one call away Feel free to share with a friend and tag us on Instagram at only one call away with two Y's at the end. Please leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts to let us know what you think. And we'll see you guys in the next episode.